Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to talk about restrictions. And older people are expected uh, to be allowed time to, I suppose, exercise outdoors every day when the government begins to uh, ease some of the COVID-19 restrictions next month on the 5th of May. Now, again, that's... There's no definite on this or no definitive because as we mentioned last night or yesterday, there's no plan. There don't seem to have a plan. Leo said they might have a plan by the end of the month. There is no plan at the moment. But we all, I suppose, are demanding in some way that some restrictions be lifted. And under the plans being developed, uh, the over 70s will be asked to cocoon, but they will not be forced to stay at home 24 hours a day. And can I clarify this, see, this is the mixed messages we're getting from the government, right? So, basically, under the plans being developed, over 70s will be asked to cocoon, but they will not be forced to stay in their homes 24 hours a day. At the moment, over 70s are not forced to stay in their homes 24 hours a day. Um, they have clarified that, and they clarified it last week. It's advice. They're asking you for your own health to stay at home and to avoid, obviously, catching COVID-19. But there's no law that says a 70-year-old or anybody over that age must stay at home. Now, obviously, you must not... The same as everybody else. You can't go over the two kilometres if you want to go for a walk, etc., etc. And you know, use your common sense. Now, uh, designated specific times for older people to use parks and local amenities is one measure that's currently under consideration. The second phase of the population-wide survey regarding COVID-19 launched yesterday is asking the public which restrictions they would prefer to see lifted. So, we decided we'd make light of it. And when I say make light of it, we know COVID-19 is a very serious topic. And I'm not going to read out all the rest of that for you, right? But in saying that, let's say theoretically, theoretically, it didn't matter from a health point of view which restriction we lifted. And we we decided to do this yesterday, but unfortunately we only got about 10 minutes at it. But I thought it was a really interesting topic because it lets us know what people are really missing, what you're missing most about the new normal in this world. And I want to know if you could tell us what you would miss, what you miss most and what restriction you would like to see lifted. So what restriction would you like to see lifted? Is it, for example, holidays? Is it meeting your family and friends? Is it going to see your mum and dad? Is it your kids seeing their grandparents? Is it walking further than two kilometres? Is it being able to get into your car on a sunny day and drive to the beach? What are those restrictions you would like to see lifted? If you could have one restriction lifted, what would it be? All right? So all you got to do is text or WhatsApp 87 That's 87 One restriction, what would it be? Also, by the way, speaking of holidays, for all those people who are meant to be going on holidays, many of them this month, next month, uh, June, July, um, most likely you're not going on holidays. You all know that at this stage uh, because planes are not leaving. <laughs> They're not taking off anymore. And even if they do, there's going to be social distancing. So there's going to be like, I don't know, 25% less pe- or 75% less people probably on a plane when they do start to take off again. So how did you get on with cancelling your flights? Be it with Aer Lingus, Ryanair, or whoever you happen to fly with. A lot of people giving out that Ryanair are only offering a voucher, by the way, which has been clearly pointed out. They must offer you a refund if the flight has been cancelled. Um, Aer Lingus are offering a voucher of an extra 10%. But again, we've talked to some people who've applied for the voucher online. I've heard nothing back from them, even though the flight has been cancelled. Um, some have had some, uh, obviously, acknowledgement. But others said, we don't even get an email of acknowledgement to say you filled out the form online. Um, you can also get a refund as well from Aer Lingus. How did you get on with your accommodation? Did you get a refund? Fund. All those questions we're hoping to answer. We talked to Sarah Slatterdy, uh, or 
Slattery, a little bit later on, Slattery. Sarah Slattery, uh, who is from uh, travelexpert.ie. She'll be on the air with us in about a half an hour's time. So if you have any questions in relation to cancellations, holidays, accommodation, all that kind of stuff, insurance, um, you can contact us or send us a quick text at 087-188-0008 and I will put the questions to Sarah. Now, let me go to Nigel. Nigel, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Nigel? How are you, Nigel? Nigel, one restriction, hypothetically, it's not going to affect anybody's health. You can do what you want, just lift one restriction. What would it be? Um, just go into your house and hug her. Ah, Nigel, you big softy. That's a trick. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I know, it. I know a lot of people are missing that. My grandparents, you know, me, their grandparents, their parents, obviously, you know, they miss their grandkids. They've, they've, you know, a number of grandkids that they miss. It's just like going into the house, I suppose, and, and not, I suppose not to be afraid. Yeah, and when was the last time you gave your ma a hug? Oh, two months ago, maybe six weeks, seven weeks. I'm out of school six weeks, so I'm out of yeah. school six weeks today, so this would have been in around that time. Right, okay. Oh, you're, you're, in, you're, you're working in the, in the education system, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it is, it's kind of weird that, I don't know if it's just me, but time seems to be dragging along. You know, although it's only, whatever, four weeks. Is it four weeks since the school closed? Is yeah, it? well, it's six weeks altogether, we'd be out, uh, including the two weeks holidays. Oh, of course, yeah, 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 six weeks. Including okay. the two weeks holidays, you would have been out, you know. So okay, it's, so it's, six, it's, it, it seems like a lifetime. It almost seems like the new it normal. Does, well, it does, I mean, I, I, I would have off, I have every, every, um, the summer holidays off every year, obviously. That's our two-month block. And it, uh, even the six weeks previous, just gone seems like three times you know of, of the eight weeks that we get off every other year we've kind of almost forgotten you know what, I mean? what it was like before you know when yeah, you, when yeah, you look at telly have, have, when you look at television have, at night and you see TV shows with loads of people jumping around together and you know people you know like EastEnders or Carnation Street or whatever it is and you see groups of people in a pub together and you're kind of going Jesus do you remember that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it is it is it is, it is when you're welcome for, like, I, live in, I live in a fairly big town I live in Newbridge town and it's quite a big biggish town I suppose and even I'm sitting on the main street now, and it's it's sort of I don't know it's sort of busy up till about three, four o'clock. There's a couple of shops open, the likes of the pound shops and stuff like that. Spar and stuff is still open, but you know, there's probably twelve, thirteen pubs along the road. Close. All closed, shut down. You know, getting to go, going dusty, and it just it, it has a real sort of a an eerie feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it does. It does, especially in the evening time. It's sort of you know, when you, I don't know if you, you, you more than that you have done, but you know, if, if you've driven up a main street on Christmas Day. Yes, yes. You know, whether you, you might see the odd body, you might see the odd car, somebody looking for batteries for a bike or batteries or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it sort of has that feel about it, Niall. It has that feel like, um, I don't know, it's a sort of surreal feeling. Even, yeah, people even, have even, described us as an apocalyptic feeling, but I, I don't yeah, remember. How many times, Niall, in the last few days, have you, have you, in the last few weeks, have you asked yourself, what day is it? I know, I, that happens to me every single day. <laughs> you know, every, every single day. day. You wonder because every day, kind of when you go outside, uh, and thankfully, I'm in a very lucky situation that I still have my schedule um, because I'm still working, obviously. Um, yeah. And unlike most people, and I know how difficult that can be when people lose their schedule, um, but I still have mine. But I still, when I'm driving into work or whatever and I'm looking around, every day feels like a bank holiday. Every yeah. day looks like yeah, a bank yeah, holiday. Yeah, yeah, Every day, yeah. you, do you know what I'm saying? Every day, absolutely, yeah. And it's odd. Yeah. It's just an odd, eerie feeling. You see, I, I spoke. I spoke to somebody there. I was just talking to a friend of mine this morning, and, and we were, uh, the question I was asking him, and I suppose we were asking each other, is what is the on even when, even when Niall, I mean, you're talking about lifting one restriction, or which one, which one would you like to, you know, remove or whatever. Take us 
whatever amount of time it's going to be. Let's say, for argument's sake, 18 months, okay? So in 18 months' time, I'm sitting talking to you on the radio, okay? And what is life going to be like? What are the mental scars that are going to be left behind now? I'm very concerned about this, and this is why last night I tweeted Simon Harris, and in fairness, he replied to me, um, because we have been asking Simon to come onto the show. He has gone on other shows, um, light-hearted shows, um, and we've asked him to come on here and answer a few questions. So thankfully, he did reply to me last night and did get back to us and say that he will come on the show and talk to us, right? Because, you know, I, I would hate to think that he wouldn't come on because I might ask him a difficult question or something like that. But I'm, what I'm more concerned, and what I am very concerned, I mean, I'm of course I'm concerned about human life, absolutely. And I'm concerned about the elderly, particularly those in the care homes who are very vulnerable at the moment. I'm concerned about people's mental health. Absolutely. And I'm concerned about, you know, how long more people can deal with this. At the, you know, for the first two weeks, it was a bit of a holiday for everybody, I suppose, in some sense. You could get the odd jobs done around the house. Well, it was a bit of an unknown. Uh, and the weather has been good, yeah, yeah, which helps. Yeah, the weather's been very good. I, mean, I think we've had three days rain in six weeks now. Absolutely. And you the know, sun has been split in the trees. Yeah, which is unheard of, really, if, in, if, if, you know, for this time of the year. So of course, In yeah. that respect, we've been slightly lucky, I suppose. So, you know, there was a bit of a novelty factor for the first two weeks where people could get a few jobs done around the house, uh, the back garden. Of course, we lived in an apartment that would be more difficult. It was like, you know, you were in a cabin fever. But in saying that, there was a novelty factor. The novelty factor is wearing off. And people's mental health will start to suffer very, very badly. And as I mentioned yesterday, there was a study in 1988 about isolation. They did a study on human beings and primates and the damage, the, 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 the implications of that and the actual physical damage that can do to people, that isolation can do to people. It is now, but now, So we have to balance it. it. Yeah. You know especially what I mean? The Irish people, Niall, and especially, you know, the Irish culture and the Irish way of, of living is, is, is a social there's a massive social... Oh, of course. You know... Uh, That's why talk radio is more popular in Ireland yeah, than yeah, any other country. We live our lives very socially. And we live our lives in everybody else's life. You know, everybody else lives in our lives. And the very thing, very way we're operating at the moment goes 100% against our, our own natural cycle. Against our culture. Yes. It goes against us. We're, we're doing the opposite of what we should be doing. So... And, and, and realistically, we're going to be, I mean, most scientists have said this could be around for 10 years or more, okay? So yeah. realistically, we're going to have to live alongside this virus. It's going to live with us now. It's going Absolutely. to live with us for a long time. It's not going to live with so us we have to, right? So we have to adapt, but we have to adapt within reason. And, you know, and, and the, at the moment, what's happening is not reasonable. Uh, you know, in the long term, in the long term, it's not reasonable. We can't be expected as human beings to continue to live the way we're living currently at the moment. And I understand we have to put safeguards in to protect elderly people and protect those who are vulnerable. And that's what should absolutely be done. It should have been done from the bloody start. Yeah, but, but it's a new gig, Noel, as well. It's a new gig. You know, you have to think of it that way oh, as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's not as if you could say to yourself, right, let's just do what we did in the 70s when this happened. Or let's do what we did in the 50s when this happened. There's no blueprints. We're not copying off anybody. We're not doing... We're all trying to get this right the first time around. And it's a bit of a... You know, it, it's a bit of a rotten... It's a bit of a hot potato, you know what I mean? It, for the government-wise, who, by the way, I have absolutely no faith in whatsoever. But I, I think this is the wrong time. I, well, I, cha- I change my view on the government every single day. Yeah, and based on the decisions... By the way, that's... In fairness, that's just based on the decisions they make every single day. Yeah. I mean, I, I completely lost faith when I saw Leo Varadkar on primetime the other night. 
because he avoided every single question. He asked nine questions, Niall, and he answered none of them. He answered none of them, no. And he, it came across, and this is what I said last night on Twitter to Simon Harris, and this is why he responded to me, it came across like they just are completely clueless and they have no idea what they're going to do on the 5th of May. But do me a favour, stay there for a second. I don't want to get too serious into the conversation. Let me just go to Pauline as well. Pauline, uh, you can lift one restriction, Pauline. What would it be? Just to see family, Niall. Yeah, just to see the family. Yeah. Uh, I was just talking to my friend earlier. Now, I was supposed to go to Lanzarote this afternoon for my birthday. Oh, happy birthday! It's Saturday, like, and we were just saying, like, at the beginning of this, it was like, it wasn't here. And we have a family chat, and we were like, Corona, I know Corona, I'd be in Lanzarote, you know. Like, <laughs> I know, yeah. Some of them were saying, If I have to swim, I'll go. Yeah. I says, I don't care if you're not coming, I'm, I'm going, and then I got serious then, but, uh, yeah, I'm actually missing my grandchild and my family members more, so. Right, okay. Else, you know? And but, how old are your grandchildren? Uh, she, she was only, she was one last week. Ah, right, is that the first grandchild, yeah? First grandchild. Ah, that must like, be awful hard. Video calls and all, but she sent me pictures of what that in a high chair with our number one balloon and I was in heat like I was in a heat like looking at it I know I can imagine so, because a video or a picture is not the same it's just no. not the same no it's not uh, you want to hug them and squeeze them and sniff them and yeah. <laughs> you just you want to be beside them yeah. you know it's not the human contact is really important the only thing I can say about the video chat style is with them being so young at least they, they still remember you, if you understand what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, a child can easily forget at that age, like, if it went on for another few months, and it'd be like, do she? Like, but with the video, that she sees us, and she recognises us, and we do it every second day, like, you know? So. And how long do you think, how long do you think that you could deal with not being able to see your, your uh, daughters and uh, son-in-laws or whatever it is. at the moment. Like, you have good days and bad days, but, like, I'm still lucky to be walking. And I kind of get out for a few hours, if you understand what I mean. Yeah. But uh, I think I go off my head, like... I mean, I have to ease up on the drink because I'm drinking an awful lot. <laughs> are you drinking more? Yeah. Nigel, are you drinking more? Uh, not in a, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's just yeah. admitted. Yeah, yeah. It's- Ish, ish. That's a real Irish thing to say, isn't it? Ish. It's like when you say to an Irish person and it says to you, I'm going out. And you go, Are you going out or are you going out? Out. 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 <laughs> yeah, well, it's a night, every day's a Friday now. <laughs> so, so, Pauline, what are you doing? Are you sitting at home with like the, the bottles of wine? I know, no, not that bad now. I'm baking, I'm baking mad, like, I'm just baking everything. I've every flour here under the sun. I know, Ashling, uh, one of our producers, has gone bonkers. The oven has never seen so much use in its life. She's yeah. baking cakes and bringing them in here every day as well. I met my neighbour last week up, but he was queuing outside the chemist and he's just put his hand on his stomach and he was like, stop standing in them cakes. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of cakes are you making? Uh, I don't scones. I don't uh, soda bread the other day. I done a cheesecake. Oh, Ashling did a cheesecake. Yeah, she did I, the cheesecake. I done a lemon cheesecake. Um, I done banana bread. I'm hooked on banana bread here. 
But you know something? I know a lot of people are making a lot of more food than they used to make, right? Probably eating. Nigel, are you eating a bit more than you used to eat? Oh, Jay's no stop, will you? I know, yeah. It's a comfort thing, uh, isn't well, it? Well, the only thing about it is I, I don't have to go around the house looking for my belt anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the but the only thing is, doctors have said that we are eating healthier. We might be eating more and maybe a bit too much, but we're eating healthier because very few people now are eating fast foods. We're not going into yeah. McDonald's. We're not popping into KFC. We're not popping in and getting quick, convenient foods. We're, we tend to, because we have time but and we're all home. open now. Do you know what I mean? We're cooking. They're all open. I mean, I'm sitting outside the Chinese now and nowhere else open. Like. I know, but some places you would get the Chinese open. Some Chinese have closed and you can, you can get a delivery all right or yeah, some yeah. of them will allow you to pick up outside the door. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, That's what they do here, yeah. Yeah, but but you can't just pop in with the kids to McDonald's anymore. No, no, that's, yeah, that's what it is. Although I know Supermax are kind of back open again. They're doing drive throughs <laughs> They did one last night. You see the, the queue, the queue in, 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 in Galway last night for Supermax. There's about 400 cars in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I swear to God. You think, I swear to God, you think they were giving them away free? They <laughs> <laughs> were giving money away. They're going to make a fortune when this is over because they, be, they may give them tickets online for you to join. Which? Slimmer World. They're going to make a fortune when this is over. <laughs> yeah, I'm Slimming World. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the other one? The Slimming World. And what's the what's the other one? Um, Weight Watchers. Weight it? Watchers. Yeah, Weight Watchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll stay there for a second. Let me go to. Uh, I think it's Kess. Is it Kess? I have to go to Kess. You're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Kess? Hi, Nile. How are you? How Good. Are Kess is your name. Is that I did pronounce that right? Did I? That's correct. Yeah, okay. That's correct, um, yeah. What What do you miss? So, what's the thing you'd like to see I'm, lifted? I miss fishing. Fishing. I'm actually miss. I would be. I would be completely opposite than the previous callers, Pauline. Uh, who wants to actually go and see the family? I want to get away from them. <laughs> I've been with them for four weeks now. I just need a bit of time on my own. <laughs> so, and is there nowhere within a two-kilometer distance? Not that it's a necessary journey that you can go fishing. I don't see, but no, you're not supposed to anyway. So, there's well, no... we, we 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 live in Terrellstown. There is a, there is a great park here in Terrellstown, and we go in for a walk every day. Actually, couple couple times a day. Our dog is looking at us like, what, the, what, what, what's happening? What's Why with all the walks? For, yeah. for a walks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there is a small leg here, but it's, it's overcrowded. And uh, as, as you said, the first two, first two weeks, people looked at this as a, as a light holiday. Yeah. And uh, now it's just, it's just getting to their mental stage. Yeah. And every time when we go into the park, it's actually getting more and more packed. So people just get sick of the of sitting at home you know yeah obviously you have to adhere to the to the guidelines and and, and stuff like that but for how long because it, it it is gonna have a, a mental impact on 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 you oh it is there's no doubt about that and we have to be very careful you know that we don't drag it out too long because people will not be able as human beings we won't be able to cope with that well, I think, no, exactly yeah I honestly think, I mean, you, you sort of hit on, on one of your shows a couple of weeks ago, you sort of touched on, on, on the subject that eventually some people are just going to say, look, if I get it, I get it. I, I, you know, I, I've had enough of this. Well, yeah, and yeah, I, well, by the way, right. let, let's be clear about it. 80% of people who will get it will show very little symptoms. I know. And, and, people and, and, we, have to, and we have to be very conscious. that That's a very important figure, by the way. You know, yeah, and, and, but yeah, I, yeah. we also have to be very conscious of those who are more vulnerable or have a lower immune system, which is a, a small minority of people who could get it and could die. Uh, and, and we're very, very conscious of that too. So I think what's probably going to have to happen in the future, because everybody is banking on a vaccine. 
And I've listened to different scientists and different immunologists talking about, you know, there may not be a vaccine. There may never be may a not vaccine. Be. Even, if, even if there is a, a valid vaccine, Noel, you're looking at, from all, if you listen to all the, the sort of people in... 18 you know, months, yeah. You should be listening. You're talking between 16 and 24 months. Yep. And, 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 and again, and just to point out, might not even work now. it might not even work and there may never be a vaccine. So we, I think we need to get this thinking out of our head that we're aiming towards a vaccine because there may not be one. So we need to have a plan B. And the plan B is that we have to live beside it. And, the, and also part of that plan is eventually and hopefully over a slow process of time because we don't want to obviously put our health service under stress, we have to have herd immunity. So we have to get ourselves up to a point where 65 to 70% of the population have already got it. Yeah. But I want to say that we're going to know that now. Well, I think at some point we will have tests that we can all get. Sorry, Cass, you want to say something there? No, 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 no. I, I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. We have to look after, after our senior citizens, you know, and uh, they, they, they are very vulnerable in this situation. But on the other hand, uh, like uh, um, you, you talked at, at the very beginning of the show, uh, what's, what's, what's your colleague name that uh, pays uh, her uh, kid to paint? Tara, house? Tara. Tara, yeah, 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 yeah. We we have to look at our younger generation because they are our future, and they sitting in the house locked up with the PlayStation or wherever. You know how 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 many times can you paint the house? You know, with your with your friends. You know, so we have to we have to kind of start thinking how we gonna live in the future with this virus because we will have to live with it and we will have to find out the ways you know how to kind of protect ourselves and protect our society. And by the way, there's lots of other issues as well. By the way, side issues on this, and and I'm, maybe you can all verify this for me as well is that they have noticed a stark increase in the sale of pregnancy tests. So, <laughs> so a lot of people are, are, are quite are looking for things to do at the moment. I tell you, I tell you one thing. I'm, I'm a Lithuanian myself, right? I've been yeah. living here for the last uh, 20, 22 years. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just talking to my friends back home in Lithuania, and they said that the increase of the pregnancy test uh, sales was due to that somebody said that the pregnancy test might tell you whether you have a coronavirus or oh, not. Ah, stop. <laughs> there's a, so there's a myth out already to suggest that it's... I'm can we point out that's not true, by the way? <laughs> it's not true. There is Obviously, no urine test for uh, coronavirus. By the way, just just very briefly before we get to the break, in relation to Lithuania, and you've been talking to your friends back home, how are they handling it over there? Are they on lockdown or what's the situation? They are much more stricter. Okay. Actually, to, much more stricter. Uh, well, they, 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 they've opened the shops uh, uh, just a couple of days ago. They opened more shops for people allowing to, to get into the shops to buy some goods. But uh, you cannot go on the street without gloves or mask. Okay. So it is mandatory to have that. And uh, they, they have much more stricter rules than, than here. Um, also, the... the the other rule is that if you travel in your car on your own, you can travel a longer distance than the two kilometers. Okay, that's a good. But, that's actually not a bad idea. So if you're with somebody else or with other people, you must stick to two kilometers. But if you're on your own, you can go further because obviously exactly, you're in your car. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay. okay. But uh, everything else is much, much more stricter. Yeah. All right. Listen, I gotta go to a break. Okay. Kess says he misses his fishing, and um, not so much other people because he's with them all the time.
A lot of people saying they miss family. I'm asking you if you could lift one restriction. Uh, it could be other things that we, we've covered family. I think most people believe that that's probably the most important thing is human, human contact. What about going on holidays? What about walking further than two kilometers? What about your job? Does anybody miss going to work? Even though you may be working from home, a lot of people miss going to work and that social interaction of other people in your job. What do you miss? Your schedule, your sleep pattern. So many people have said their sleep patterns are destroyed. People are staying up till three and four in the morning watching Netflix and crawling out of bed at 12 o'clock the next morning. What do you miss? Let us know. Number 087 Yeah, Noel, what about our troops down in Lebanon who are not allowed home because of this virus? What about them? They're still out there, yet we can take workers in to Keelings, but we can't take our own troops home from the Lebanon. You know, let's let's think about them rather than ourselves at the moment. There you go. And he makes a very good point, by the way, having somebody in the background was agreeing with him as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. You tell you read the radio station and tell them. He's 100% right, by the way. If we can allow workers to come in from foreign countries uh, to work in fruit farms, well, then I have to pick fruit, or horticultural experts, as they're called, pick fruit pickers. Um, we should be allowing our soldiers to come home if they want to or feel the need to do so. Let me go to Donald. Donald, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, Donald? How you doing, Niall? Right? Good. What do you miss? What would you like to see? Well, what restriction would you like to see lifted? Well, I miss work. That's what I miss. I want to get back to work because I have a wonderful job. But what I think, what I think, and I, I can understand why they can't be restricted. Why are we closing clothes shops and other shops? Why are they closed? Yeah. I, just, I just don't understand the why. Yeah, there's not much difference in the activity, I suppose, in a clothes shop than there is in an activity in a supermarket. But the argument is, the, but the argument is, food is necessary. We should have clothes at home that we don't need to really buy anymore for the moment. That's the argument. Yeah, but now it? you're talking about mental health. I mean, at this stage now, is all I hear is lies coming out. Like, like you take the the the, the workers from Demlands there that had a small demonstration the other day, and they were moved on by the guards. Yet the teacher can go going around there into army barracks and with his photographs into the civil defence and all these goons all around him and everything. He some stage he has twenty people around him. Well, all keeping their distance, I imagine. Although, yeah, I, yeah. although I did see him the other day with two two people and. It was a bit awkward because they were kind of trying to move away as he was moving and it was all a bit awkward. So, they, But they're yeah. trying their best to keep their distance, I suppose. Yeah, yeah but, you, but you saw where the workers... I know, no, no, and, and I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, but I'm sick, I'm sick of the hypocritical. And Niall, like, it's not good enough now for the government to be saying anymore, oh, well, we should have done this, we should have done that. I mean, them old people in them old folks' homes, a clown would have known they were the most vulnerable. Like. Oh, yeah. And I, and, I, if I was, and I am cynical. I'm nearly at the stage now where I'm thinking, where the collateral damage... Were they collateral damage? Yeah, but like, did they matter? They weren't part of the workforce. Well, they well, well, they did, of course, well, of course they mattered, but I was concerned about oh, the fact that... Oh, they mattered to me. Oh, no, would have, absolutely. I know, but I was concerned yeah. about the fact that from the very start, he said that no part of the community was given priority, but in his next breath, yeah. they knew that these people were the most vulnerable in society, so they should have been given priority. Of course, well, they, let, they left the doors open in these places and just, and just let the disease in. 53% of the people who have died in this country have been in care homes. I mean, when I think of it, like, and I mean, my father died in... And when you look at it, actually, the numbers would be very, very low if it wasn't yeah. for the fact that people had died in care homes. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and I, we have to, I'm sick. And I, like, there was a professor on uh, TV3 the other night, and that, whatever called that, Ivan Eight fella. Yeah. And he said like that, um, he said, do you think that the Chinese are telling lies? And he said, he's from Trinity College. I have no reason to believe that the Chinese are telling lies. Come on. 
I think, to be honest with you, you wouldn't need to be the most intelligent person in the world to realise they were telling lies. With a population of 1.2 billion, I think it is, and only 3,600 or 400 cases, I mean, that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, and, and now Europe is falling asunder. You know... The only one willing to condemn the Chinese seems to be Donald Trump, and you know, and fairness, I, I kind of agree with him completely when he condemns them. Um, and there, there needs to be restrictions put on China. If you look back through history over the last sixty or seventy years, most yeah. of the vi- the famous viruses, with the exception of MERS, which came from the Middle East, most of the famous viruses all came from China. You see, Niall, what I want in this is if we're all stuck in this, and as my mother is saying this to me a lot, like, like if she's stuck at home. Why aren't we getting the truth? Like we have TDs and ministers saying we're all in this together. We're not all in this together. They're not at work yet. They're getting full whack pay. They want like look at the New Zealand prime minister. Twenty percent pay cut across the board. Now you're right. I think I think I think they should get pay cuts too because most people and most people I know in and but particularly in the media industry as well have all taken pay cuts just to try and make sure that these businesses can survive. Okay, Donald, thanks for that. Wants to see the shops back open again. Let me go to Mary. Mary, you're on Classic Kids. I have to get two people quickly before the break here. Go Go ahead, Mary. Hi, Niall. How are you? Um, you were asking what I miss, or what we miss most, or what we would like restrictions we'd like to have lifted. I would give anything, anything, anything. to be able to hug my grandchildren. Ah, oh, Mary. Yeah, I had a birthday. Sorry, <laughs> I had a birthday yesterday, and um, it was dreadful. I know. I know. I can imagine. Good. Don't get me wrong. And my family did my best, their best, and I had a lovely Zoom chat with my granddaughter. In, in Donnybrook and her other little grandchildren in Wicklow made a, a birthday card with their hands. And, sorry. Don't, it's okay. Don't apologise. You're getting me upset now thinking about, thinking about you being upset. I, I know. I know. And you were talking about the mental health. I, I know. Never, I am beginning to get depressed in this. You know. I know. Like everybody else. I mean, it, it's not only me and I keep saying somebody else says we're all in it together or whatever but it's just so difficult. And can I ask? No. Can I ask what age you are, Mary? I'm sixty-seven. Okay, all right. So, and yeah. do you consider yourself to be in a risk category? Do you have any underlying no. conditions? Or no, anything? I like okay. you, but I, okay. I have spoken to. I'm not really. Okay, no, okay. I'm not. No, I'm and, not. and hopefully, hopefully, on May the fifth, you know, they will, you know, they will talk about this, and maybe they will lift some of those restrictions or say to you, "Well, it's a bit safer now for you to do those yeah, things." Hopefully. hopefully, that will happen. Yeah, and you'll be able to hug them and squeeze them and smell exactly. them, and <laughs> that's exactly. We have a three-month-old actually that we've yeah. only we only saw him for a very short time, you okay. know, until this happened. So he's not going to know us, but our our daughters and our you know our children send us lots of photographs and it's not the same sure it's not and I know I know it's great because you get to see them no it's not not the same now the Zoom my little my four year old granddaughter um, um, FaceTimes me every night and we pick out her her book for her bedtime story (laughs) but Anyway, sorry, Jesus, I can't believe I'm on the radio crying. <laughs> you're grand, you're going to make me cry in a second. Is that Mary thinking about you at night? And by the way, number one fan, I've been listening to, listening to you for years. And my daughter, Jennifer, I want to say hello to her. I know she's listening to this. And, and what's your grandkids' names? What's your grandkids' names? Okay, we've Belle, who's four. Yeah. We've uh, Senna, who's two. Jacob is three. And the new little, and the, these are the younger ones now. And the new little fella, Jane, he's three months. And of course, we have one in the UK, Dara. Okay. Yeah, and beyond. Hey, yeah. They've all got a mention yeah. now anyway. Well. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that. And Mary, I really hope very soon for people like you and, yeah. and lots. Of, and I am, and I said it already, I'm in a lucky situation that my schedule is still the same. 
I still, yeah. I still can come into work and I would hate to see that schedule upset. It must be very difficult for people. Uh, now, obviously, my schedule is upset when I go home because I yeah. have to stay at home like everybody else. I know. But yeah. in saying that, you know, for people out there, it's so difficult. Our mental health is so precious. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've never been depressed in my life and I don't consider myself depressed. But somebody else, sorry now for cutting across you there, somebody else said earlier on, it's not natural for us humans to not see each other. We need, I'm lucky I have my husband here and we can have a hug. You know? I know, I know. But imagine, can you imagine somebody like, say, yourself, Mary, living on their own in an apartment? Yeah, I can't. I keep saying that to my husband. How, oh God. And not even be able to get out for a walk or out into a garden. We have a garden. A balcony, here. a balcony. A balcony. How horrendous. My heart breaks for those people. Yep. It breaks for them. It really genuinely does. I think yeah. about. I mean, uh, so maybe I, maybe somebody who has grandkids and she lives on her own, and yeah. she and she hasn't seen them in, I, in oh, four or five weeks. I know, I know how how awful. And of course, maybe, and I'm not being ageist because I'm 67. I'm not exactly a, a teenager, but maybe some of them wouldn't be technology, you know, techie. Yes, of course, savvy, yeah. and yeah. maybe Zoom calls and that wouldn't. They wouldn't be. know how to do it. Wouldn't they? Wouldn't know how to do it. No, my heart, honestly, Niall, this is like something. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's like something you dream about. Or yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully it doesn't go on too much longer, Mary, because I, I, and I think it's important that this is why I want to talk to Simon Harris. It's important that we consider, as well as considering people who are dying in, and most of those in care homes, and we need to, God, just so we could put a wall of lead around them to try and protect those people. It would be yeah. great. But in saying that, we need to protect the rest of the citizens too, who are not at as much risk. We yeah. need to protect them as well and protect yeah. their mental health. Yeah, because that's absolutely. really important. Absolutely. By the way, my husband's just shouted, and I'm sure I did mention Fionn. He's shouting in at me. So don't forget Fionn, one of the grandchildren. I think I did mention I think you did now. mention Fionn. Yeah, you did, you yeah, did. yeah. All yeah. right, well, listen, Mary, thanks very much indeed for calling. Thanks I appreciate so much for it. Taking all my right. call. Thank all right, you. see you. Bye, Bye Mary. Bye. Okay, loads of people missing things. Oh, gosh, that really upsets me now to think of all those grandparents, particularly Mary and all the other grandparents around the country who haven't got to hug and squeeze and smell hold their children or their grandchildren or even parents who haven't seen their children by the way because maybe their parents are a bit older Cara you're on Classic Kids how you doing Cara? I'm not too bad Niall and yourself? Good what do you miss? I miss rowing Rowing? Yeah um, the weather since this lockdown has been absolutely amazing It has it's, been, so it's, it's almost like beaches and everything, you it's know? too much so. of a coincidence really isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there some sort so. of divine intervention here? Yeah. <laughs> I know, but only for it, I'd say. I'd be gone out of my mind when it was weather. But, um, yeah, the rowing with my teammates. We can't get into a boat now and row, and we're only after getting a new boat in the club as well. Right. So, and what, okay, so what's, is it like kayaking or what they no, call it, school? Um, no, not even that. It's coastal rowing. So it's, right. a, it's a slightly bigger boat, and you've got four people and one coxswain. So five people in total in the boat. In one line and, or on, one, on two on each side? Yeah, or two, yeah okay. Well, two each side. Oh, okay. Two, right, okay. Two on the right and two on the left. Right, okay. And then the coxswain. I tell you, that, yeah. that'll build up your arm muscles fairly quickly, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, actually, you're supposed to row with your legs, not your arm. Oh, because oh, 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 the seats move, don't they? <laughs> they Not in the boat that I'm in. You slide on a, you're just sitting on a fiberglass. Right, okay. Yes, yeah, but I suppose you have to use your your, your leg muscles your to leg. hold you. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely, to hold you. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And the weather's perfect, so the river is flat, calm, and I just know the minute the lockdown is lifted, the weather's going to be crap, and we're not going to be able to <laughs> You're get not going to get out to do it, okay? <laughs> and there's, there's something you know? lovely about getting out on a boat, particularly oh. if it's safe, like in an estuary where okay. it wouldn't be too deep. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's something really yeah. nice about just getting out there and just sitting there the in a boat. Of the water yeah, the sound of the water, even. Yeah, and just watching it go by and 
it's just so calming and I don't live near a beach or a river or anything like that so I miss the water big time and where do you go normally to row well I'm living in Cork City but I'm in uh, I'm a member of the Passage West Rowing Club right okay so we row on the River Lee pretty oh, much oh beautiful beautiful yeah yeah I, I, I used to bring my kids years ago they used to love kayaking and I used to bring them over yeah. to the estuary there's an estuary in Malahide and this estuary was huge, but no matter how far you walked out, it was still no higher than your waist. So it was great. It was great. <laughs> Perfect, yeah. Perfectly safe. But, yeah, uh, I, I the they, kayak as well. So, yeah, yeah, I love it. Well, listen, I hope you get back to your rowing very soon. All right. Thank you. All right, Cara. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. Let me go to John. John, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, John? How are you doing, Niall? John, what is it you miss? Or what would you like to see lifted? What restrictions? Look like everybody else, and um, I want to see my parents be able to come out of their house and stuff. But I do, I do have to say that I, um, I, I do agree to a slight bit with the government when they're not releasing a lot of detail. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that they don't have a plan. I think they can't physically just. Well, he said they didn't have a plan. Well, I, I just think, I just think it, it, they can't have a plan because, like, other countries are only maybe two or three weeks ahead of us. The people that they're following, the Swedes and these kind of people. So if they do something and then it goes wrong and we were following them, well, then we've got to follow somebody else. Plus, I think if they sat there and kind of went, you know, the 5th of May we're going to release this, and the 21st of May or whenever we're going to release step two and step three, you'd have people that would jump ahead two or three steps and, you know, be a little bit of pandemonium, I think, I think in a way. But I, 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 I think it's just to give people a bit of light at the end of the tunnel because I think people's oh, mental health yeah. is starting to suffer badly. And yeah, I think it's just I, to give them a goal and a target. Like if, for example, if we said we're going to lift the ability to go out and row, for example, for, for the previous caller who was on there, well, at least she'd have a target in her mind that uh, at least then that date I might be able to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, fully. And I'm not a, I have to say that I'm not a pro person, not a feeder faller, not a feeder gailer. I just, I do feel that what, what happened before the lockdown was what happened when a minority affected the majority. And I think if they if they kind of sat there and went, well, we're going to, you know, you can row next week and then the following week you can play a contact board and the following week you can play something else. You know you're going to have a minority of people that are going to jump ahead three or four steps. And what that's going to do is, you know, you'll see these pictures in social media and all this stuff again. And pe- while, while now we'll be telling politicians you need to do more and then when they see this, we'll be telling them you need to close it back down again. It's a bit it, because it's unknown. I think it's just a little bit of yeah. But the only, see, what I'm finding at the moment is that the media and social media is quite powerful during these times, right? And, and I'm conscious yeah. of that even during this show, when you're giving people bad news, right, or when you're making government announcements and stuff like that. And I find that all the stuff that's coming out, a lot of it, as Sarah mentioned earlier on, in relation to say uh, Spanish tourism, saying there'll be nobody going to Spain this year. It's all there's a lot of clickbait going on by the Daily Mail and and all the newspapers, the Sun, the Mirror, whoever it happens to be, classic hits, News Talk, whatever station you've been listen to there's a lot of clickbait going on as well whereas we like to be sometimes the bearers of bad news and I'd rather be the bearer of good news and when I watched Leo Varadkar the other night in primetime which was a a great outlet for him because everybody watches you know a lot of people watch primetime and RTE I thought it would be no harm to give people a bit of hope but there was no hope in it. Absolutely, he didn't answer any questions, and by his own admission, they had no plan. I mean, he could have said, "Well, look, if we continue the route we're going, I can see a situation where maybe we may be able to get elderly people out at a certain time of the day. I can see a position where we might be able to have, you know, smaller events. You might be able to get back to having weddings, hopefully by the end of July. Now, I don't know for sure, but maybe we're going to try and do. We're, we're heading towards that. A little bit of hope, but there was none of that." I mean, yeah, I, okay, I fully, I fully agree with what you're saying. I, from my, I, I just think as, as a, as someone who's, 
who's he's probably put stuff out there before that he shouldn't have said and wouldn't have said. But if he was to say, you know, if we continue on the road we're on, you'll have your wedding in May or June or July or whenever it was later in the year. And then someone goes and books a wedding and things, we get a second spike and we get a second curve and we're back in shutdown again. Well, then people, I, I just well that could be the worst thing that could happen, by the way, that we lift yeah. a restriction and have to put it back on again. That, that would be very, people, that would upset people greatly, I think. But, but I, yeah, and, I, and I think then what you'll get is a lot of people will turn their anger and go, oh, well, you said we could do that in June and you said we could do that in July. Uh, I, but I we are, see, the problem that. is we're human beings and as much as we all yeah. want to save lives, and I think, by the way, people are being very good we're all cooperating and everybody deserves to be congratulated because we're saving those lives, not the government. We are by the steps that we're taking and, and we're adhering to the guidelines. The majority of people are adhering to the guidelines. But I think as human beings, and we're seeing around the world, both in America, Italy, Spain, you're seeing a bit of a revolt where people yeah, are protesting and people are not happy about it. It's like, it's like one of your callers said, like, we're not programmed to be on our own. We're not no. programmed to, to stay on our own. It, it's not in us. We can sacrifice it for a little while. But but I I look and I I'm not standing enough for a government or I'm not you know to me the whole I love the show and the whole point of the show is everyone can come on and have a different opinion I'm not a pro government person like I said but what I do think is if they do if they had gone a little the other way I fully understand people I would love to have a target to go well you can do that in this time and that in the other time but if they do come out and nail too many dates to a mass then and then it doesn't happen because you know a, a second surge comes or. We run out of um, we they run out in the labs of the um, the product to test it. I can't remember the the reagent. The, yes, sorry. If you know if that runs low again and that wasn't forecast, and you have to rein back in a bit. If if you let if you give people too much hope, I think there's a balance. I think you're fully right. We need a bit of hope, but if you go the opposite extreme and have too much, and then you're wrong. And the, I think I think for everybody, uh, and there was a great article about Marcus De Bruyne, uh, who resigned by the way, and uh, he's a doctor and he resigned. And he was appointed by Simon Harris, actually. But he wrote a great piece. And some people have condemned the piece that he wrote, but others, I read it with huge interest, and I thought it was an excellently written piece. And he talks about how we should be prioritising, and prioritising people, obviously, in care homes. And from the very start, they were always the most vulnerable. And if we look at the actual data that's there, you know, realistically, this virus affects people over the age of 70, more so than any other members of the population. And that's very obvious at this stage. And we should be protecting those people. He said, realistically, stop heading towards a vaccine. We don't know if there's going to be a vaccine. We need to stop saying we need to do this and do this and do this until there's a vaccine. We don't know. There may not be a vaccine. Uh, there, may, uh, there may be a vaccine that might not work. You know, so we just don't know. And that could be another 18 months. Well, he said, what we need to be doing is herd immunity is not a dirty word. He said it is a dirty word in the way the British were going to do it in the first place. Well, let's just let everybody catch it and die. That's not what we should be doing either. But he said, realistically, we're not going to get to a point that we can live alongside this virus, which is what we're going to have to do, until we have 65 to 70 percent of the population will get it. We need to do that slowly. And that's what we're trying to do at the moment. Um, But he said we need to do it better because we need to protect elderly people because we can't have them getting it. But the rest of us, those who are healthy, 80 5% 5% of us will get this and get through it perfectly fine. Very few of us will actually have serious symptoms at all. And that's a figure that we need to be positive about. Yeah, fully. I look, I think the, the elderly are someone in society, they, like you said, I fully agree with that, should have been way more protected mm-hmm. than they were. And like you even see the sadness of, of funerals these days for these people. You can't shake their, you know, their no, that's just, I think it's horrendous. 
it's awful the way the way. Or our loved ones dying in hospital on their own in palliative care, or you know, our elderly people in care homes, some of who are being isolated. We heard one yesterday for seventeen days. You know what I mean? I mean, you can't isolate an eighty-eight-year-old woman or man who have lived all their lives and they're in a care home and they're not allowed to sit play drafts or cards or whatever it is they might want to do with their friends. They die with no with no dignity then as well. I know, and they're dying with no dignity, and that's and and we have to balance the two and say, okay, what's more important here? You know that they if they are going to die sadly um, and we, we have to we can't yeah. escape the fact people die that at least they have a level of dignity in the last few years or days of their life you know what I mean yeah you know and there's a balance we have to strike a balance somewhere yeah. alright listen it's been lovely talking to you John thanks very much indeed thank you bye bye uh, John obviously wanted to see like would like to see theoretically cocooning lifted at some point so elderly people would have some dignity left in their lives real people real opinions real talk radio the multi award winning Niall Boylan show classic hits